0: What if I told you that I had the secret to improve your teaching practice? Not only that, but it is free and you have access to it immediately. Would you be interested? I'm talking about focused peer observations. I know, I know... I just put a bunch of edu-speak or education verbiage in the last phrase, which I try to avoid, but I'm going to explain it. Focused peer observations, in a nutshell, is getting out of your own classroom and seeing what others are doing. We learn so much from observation and what's working and what's not working. The great thing about this particular professional and personal development is that you can actually do it today in your own school during your prep period. Here's a little side note tidbit from my administrative perspective. There is not a single principal that I have worked with that didn't support this type of PD. They, more likely than not, were willing to pay for substitutes, were willing to arrange for various classes for you to see. If you wanted to leave the school and go and observe other teachers, they were fully supportive. So I just want to have you think about that. More likely than not, your administrator will be excited that you're willing to do this sort of professional development. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Today, I'm going to share with you what focus peer observations are, why they are so powerful to improve your teaching practice, and how to get the most return on your time while you do them. Before we get started on focus peer observations, I want to remind you to check out my workbook for determining essential standards. In this workbook, you discover what the focus should be for each one of your courses. By doing this, you can narrow down what your students should be learning and how to assess whether they have learned those skills. You can get the workbook by going to kristinmassick.com forward slash standards. That's K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C dot com forward slash standards. I will also have a link in the show notes for that. Okay, to start off, what exactly are focused peer observations? Are you familiar with the phrase, you don't know what you don't know? Typically, we spend our entire day in our own classrooms. I personally loved just being in my classroom, shutting the door, getting to work, and getting things done. Typically we teach the way that we have been taught ourselves, and if you don't know any different then you just continue to teach that same way, good or bad. This can sometimes be called the silo effect. So we're in our own silo, separate from everyone else in the building. So no matter what is happening, we are just doing our own thing. Focus peer observations get us out of our classrooms to see what is going on in other places. The great thing is is that we can start today or tomorrow, depending on when you are hearing this, um, during your prep period. The other great thing is that focused peer observations are not content-specific. So you can actually learn a ton from your other teachers in your building, whether they're teaching Spanish or choir, or if they are teaching some sort of CTE class. Maybe they are teaching the same class you are. You can learn something from everyone. You can actually get valuable information from observing any teacher And this does include maybe your less than stellar teachers as well. There is always something to be learned. It wasn't until I observed someone else's class that I learned how to start class effectively with a bell ringer and review for the previous day. Sure, like I had been told how to do this or I guess what to do and that it needed to be done. But until I was actually in someone else's classroom and actually watched them do it, I didn't really realize how to implement it. And I also didn't realize what that would look like in my classroom versus what it would look like in someone else's classroom. I also learned a lot about transitions, attention getters, and classroom organization by being in other classrooms. Once again, the most valuable thing that I got from this was that I could see how teachers were actually utilizing these strategies, not just talking with teachers at lunch about how to do it, but actually witnessing them doing it. The other great thing, too, is that sometimes they had a student who would misbehave in my class but was doing really well in their class, and I was able to observe maybe some of the things that they were doing in their class that allowed them to be more focused Besides not being content specific, remember you can go into any class and this is actually at any level. There is a ton to learn from elementary teachers. I'm going to do another episode on that because we have recently started our middle school and so half of our teachers came from the elementary and there is a wealth of information that we as secondary teachers can learn from elementary teachers. So that's a little bit of a tangent, but I'll get back on track. It doesn't actually have to take you a ton of time to do these observations. So if you have five minutes at the beginning of your prep, go to the teacher next door and see how they start their class. Now, what if you finished prepping earlier in your class, and maybe you have an additional 10-20 minutes at the end of that class period. Instead of checking your email, why don't you go check out the teacher down the hall and see how they transition, maybe how they finish up their class, how they do cleanup. So many good things that you can learn on a small timeline. Now that we have a better understanding of the what, let's go over the why. So I'm going to actually tell you a story about an experience that I had not too long ago. So a couple of years ago, I was the mentor for new CTE teachers in our district. And I was also the mentor for the teachers in my building. And one of the things that we did is I coordinated some focused observations where we'd actually leave our school and go and observe other teachers. And some of our teachers came from traditional teacher prep programs, but most came from industry, especially the ones that were at my school. They either had a different previous major or they had come straight from industry or we actually had our IT guy was asked to teach a couple of classes. So he actually worked for the district as an IT specialist, and then on the side, taught a couple class periods, taught students how to do IT. So he hadn't really left industry, he was still working as IT, but kind of had picked up teaching students at the same time. So what we did is we went to some middle school, junior high, and some high school classes, and we did take the entire day. And I think there was only one class that we observed that any of the teachers who were there actually taught. And it may not have been a class that someone actually taught, but even that we only witnessed or observed one that was even in the same content area as any of the teachers that we had. So the skill level and the styles of teachers varied as well as we went through this journey that day. One of the teachers that was with our group was at the end of his second year of teaching. And at the end of the day, he told me and he later told the principal that this focused peer observation and this day that we had was the single best experience that he had had since starting teaching. He learned more from that one day than he had in all the mentoring, the coaching cycles, and any of the required secondary education courses that he had participated in. While it was difficult for him to leave his classes for an entire day, he was eager to participate in the next round of focused observations and was wondering when we were going to get those scheduled. So this simple act of leaving one's classroom with the intent that you can learn and improve by observing others is what makes this the number one for improving your teaching. Sounds easy, right? It generally is, but I do want to share with you how you can get the most out of these observations because merely just going into someone's classroom and sitting there doesn't mean that you're actually going to get anything out of it. With focused peer observations, the key is the focused part. Before you go into anyone else's classroom, you need to have an idea of what you would like to learn from the experience. Is it routines, classroom management, classroom organization, transitions, questioning? How do they use technology? Be very specific and this will help you hone in and not be overwhelmed and get sidetracked. There is so much that you can see when you're in someone's class. Maybe you're focused on how many kids are off task, but maybe that's not why you actually came in there because you wanted to actually see how they did their questioning. It also helps when you are setting up the observations because no one wants you to just pop into their class and stand at the back of the room they're not going to expect it unless you talk to them beforehand. So it's much easier for you to go to a colleague and ask if you can observe their class to see how they use attention getters than it is for you to ask if you can observe. Because that's so open and out there, people are a little bit nervous about having you in their class because of evaluations. Since a lot of us get nervous about getting observed, It does help let the other teacher know what you are wanting to see and it makes them less nervous about having you actually in their classroom. And it also makes it more about you and your learning than it is about what they are doing, which also makes them less nervous because you're coming in from a different perspective and it makes you less nervous as well. Another option is to go into a class with the following three questions in mind. Number one, what are the students supposed to be learning? Number two, how do the students know when they've learned it? And three, how will the teacher know that the students have learned it? Here's another administrator insight. Every time that I go into a classroom, I am always asking these three questions. And sometimes I will even ask students questions two and three, I feel that you should be able to identify these at any point during lesson. If you cannot, then what is the one thing that needs to change so that you can answer these questions? So with this particular example and these three questions, it is more about the teacher and their teaching and can seem more evaluative. Now, you don't have to tell them that that's what you're looking for when you first go in or before you go in. So maybe they think that you're actually there watching them for some other reason, because this could make them pretty nervous. Since you are there to improve your teaching, I would caution you that you won't be making any friends if you go into a colleague's classroom and then tell them how to improve their teaching. That is not your job. And don't make it your job, because once again, you won't be making any friends. Another way to get more out of your focused observations is to do them with another teacher or a mentor. So adding someone else to the conversation allows you to reflect and implement quicker. In my previous story about taking the group to observe, we would watch about 50 to 20 minutes of a class and then we would go and debrief. We would talk about the things that we liked, didn't like, and how what we observed applied to what we were looking for. So remember, we were focusing on something specific, and each teacher was wanting to look at something specific, whether it was classroom management or questioning. And so we actually discussed that as well. How did that teacher use that skill? What did you like? What did you not like? This also allows for some accountability, So you can set a goal or decide to make a small change based on what you observed. And because you are vocalizing this to someone else, you are creating some accountability. This other person can actually follow up with you later and see how it's going. Did you try that? Did you not try that? Did it work? Did it not work? How did you change it? What, how does this look in your class? On a final note, sometimes it can be easier to observe teachers outside of your building. If you are nervous about observing your colleagues, talk to your principal about taking a half day or an entire day to visit classrooms at another school. I'm sure that they'll be supportive and help you out any way you can. And remember, you can always have a buddy and do this with a buddy as well to make it even more powerful. Now that we talked about the what, why, and how of Focus Peer Observations, I want to challenge you to visit one class this week. Remember, it doesn't need to be for the entire period. Five minutes will do. Please let me know how it goes with a DM on Instagram or send me a message on Facebook or LinkedIn. And on all of those sites, you can find me with Kristen Mastic, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. I hope to hear from you, and if you found this valuable, please subscribe, give me a rating on whatever platform you listen to podcasts, and share it with a friend. Until next week.